0: It's Sunday and it's it's sunny outside. The Vikes play at noon. So, okay, everybody, keep your fingers crossed because what happens if they win today? I think, Grant or Grant, what the heck? <laughs> Mike, I don't know why I said Grant. Uh, Mike, yeah. If they win today, then we're for sure in the playoffs, right?
1: Uh, I believe that is the case. And if they win today and Detroit loses, okay. then they are they're going to win the division for sure. Uh-oh. So I think that's the big little catch or the big ah. catch there. But okay. yeah, ten wins, they they should definitely be in.
0: Ah, wow, well, well, let's keep our fingers there crossed. All so you can do, I was proud of them. Yes, you know, we we weren't so proud of them, then we were really <laughs> proud of them. So, you know, that's just the way that's like these fans go mm-hmm. up, down, up, down, up, down. So, hopefully, you're having a wonderful Sunday and you stayed warm. And, um, remember, I told I talked a couple times about overdressing your dogs, folks. Come on, they got a coat, a built in coat, they have an undercoat, actually, they got two coats, and some have three. And so, the thing is, is that you got to really be mindful about I know there's cute stuff to put your dogs in, but please put your hand inside and make sure that it's not overly warm or if you're da- <laughs> like today if you're going for a walk and your dog is panting it might tell you that maybe they're a little bit overheated with the walk with what you got on so pay attention i know it's cutesy stuff and especially with the holidays everybody's dressing them up santa claus reindeers and the whole bit and that's fine just have some fun but be don't get your dog sick by getting them overheated so anyway uh so we'll go vikings um, uh, when i came in they had uh, you know those big signs and they said uh uh, what Oh, event congestion mm. uh, 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 from Stinson on, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's right, the Vikes, right? They're playing here today, right? They are, yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, good. And so you're going to be in charge of uh, paying I'll keep, attention? I'll keep an eye on the game. Yes, yes I got I, you covered. I, I, I really appreciate it. And then <laughs> now we got a new person on the, side of the, on the other side of the glass, and who do we have over there? Uh, hello, I, this
2: is Ellie, uh, guest producer today, Um
0: Yeah. Hello. What's hi up? hi. <laughs> yay, yay. Okay. So that's good. Hopefully you can get the calls. They'll come in slow so they don't overwhelm you and stuff like that. And and uh, I'm sure uh, Oh, I'm ready to be overwhelmed. Don't Call in. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good good attitude to have. Good attitude. Uh, and so Ellie, do you have any dogs? I do not personally have
2: a dog, but uh, my mom has a dog I'm very involved with, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Um, he's uh, a kind of pity Aussie mix, uh, and he is just fantastic. But I was going to say, we have to actually start putting a jacket on him because he has really. Sensitive skin, mm-hmm. and if he goes out in this weather, he'll just stop dead and not move. Uh-huh. He's got that, like, you know, pity skin. It's just, yeah, so oh, cold. yeah. When
0: you got the like the boxers, the dobies, the pity, yeah, they need a little help. <laughs> they, a bit, yeah. They don't have much, much there. So, but when you got a, a doodle, anything, you know, and you, and you got him an even at least half coat, I mean, they don't even need a jacket. So, that's why, yeah. So, Stanley, how's Stanley? Stanley, uh, I guess at this point, he's about a little over
2: a year old cuz they got him this summer at around a 6 oh, okay 7 months. i think it was 7 months okay um yeah and he's you know he's developing really quickly he is a, yeah. he is a large dog
0: how many pounds now
2: uh i don't know exactly if i had to guess i'd probably put him at between like around 70 pounds Ooh, okay. uh he's he's just so tall uh-huh um but you know, he's a he's a super sweet dog. He's kind of coming out of that puppy phase <laughs> and into like. Ooh, we really have to start um making sure these don't become habits.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. And everything yeah. like
2: that. But he's just he's just a lovely doc. We've been having such a good time training
0: him. Well hopefully. And didn't I d haven't I met Stanley before?
2: Yes, you have. You <laughs> so Stanley came and attended your class, uh, as well as my aunt's dog, Pippi. Yeah, Pippi, yeah. Yeah. They and they both speak so highly of your oh, classes. Yeah. Well, Can't recommend you. enough.
0: Oh thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Pippi was quite the... Yep. But and uh, that was her daughter that worked Pippi. I think it was was Oh yeah,
2: it? Skyler. Skyler uh, yeah, and she did a
0: really good job. She's you know. they're
2: both both my aunts daughters, They're very involved um, with the training of the dogs. They've always been huge dog people and I think they're great examples of like yeah, how like kids should oh, be yeah. active in the training of their dogs. <laughs> oh, exactly.
0: Instead of no mom, you'd walk them, you pick up after them and and they're the ones that wanted them, you know. So, usually when kids ask for a dog, you know, two weeks after it's like, "Mommy's jumping on me. Mommy ripped my jacket. Mom and or dad or whatever." And anyway, and so, uh, but it's a lot of work if you do it right, but it's the rewards are phenomenal when you do it right. So, so hopefully you guys got got a, lot, a bunch of calls for me today. Uh, it's me myself, well not me me myself, and I on this side of the class. but on the other side of the class, there's two. We we got both Mike and Ellie. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to stay on top of everything and it'll be working great. And, we'll, and go Vikings! I just can't wait for that, uh, for them to cheer it up, cheer it up, whatever. So uh, this week, nothing major uh, happened. So, but there's a lot of people getting ready for Christmas. So, remember, guys, if uh, you know one thing that's really interesting, you know everybody wants to go and get that really, you know, you like, you know how they, you got the cute rawhide out there that looks like candy canes, and they just make it look so festive for the holidays. Please steer away from all of those. You know, what's a really cool idea is well, NutriSource have got these; they call them jerky treats, and they've got all kinds of other really cool treats. If you'd go find a cool canister and put it in, uh, you know, uh, take it out of that and put it in there and put a bowl around it. And that is a better gift and a healthier gift. You know, they got the star training treats that support 100% of the profits, you know, go to, you know, like Soldier 6, Pinky Swear. They have a um, superstar giving program that you should uh, check it out. It's really awesome. And when you do the superstar training treats, uh, that like I said, 100% of the profits go. So you can become a giver too, 365 days a year if you give treats every day and you get start with. The star training treats, so uh, it's a superstar training treats. There you go. But otherwise, but think that way. Think of like you know they got some canisters that are shaped like a dog bone, or they got a glass can. Can you know? There's got so many uh, different kind of canisters, whether it's glass, tin, whatever. And then uh, they can make your own beef jerky, you know, for uh, your dog, your take, your cat. Uh, Do some healthy things instead of just getting the crap that's out there, you know. At you know because you buy according to visual. How cute is this? Uh, Ellie, have you ever seen those giant, giant rawhide tube bones? Oh, the that horrible very-
2: dyed rawhide ones oh, yeah. that I'm sure are blocking up at least 100 dogs' intestines right now? Oh,
0: exactly. But I mean, they're g- ginormous. Yeah. You know, they were for King Kong, you know? And people are like, oh, that'd be so cool. And it's like, no, people, step away. Because like I say, we want to do things, but you can make anything visually cool. You know, if you just put your mind to it. I'm not a very crafty person. Are you, Ellie?
2: Uh, crafty. No, but I mean, uh, Stephanie Hansen of the Weekly Dish is my yeah. mother, so
0: I grew up. I grew up
2: cooking, and I have um I've cooked for Stanley uh, quite a few times, nice, and a few other dogs, and I like doing the puppy cakes, mm-hmm. and they're really easy. And I do like the raw style puppy cakes, nice. Um, and it's just like kind of like a essentially a weird packed meat cookie that I just put peanut butter on top, okay, and then uh like a little powdered sugar icing and do their names on them
0: (laughs) good girl you're gonna have to share some come next week if you're going to be here that uh you'll have to bring in some of some ideas that you do you know for staying oh, yeah, for sure. you can you know t- because that's everybody's looking for that you know everybody wants the wow factor you know the you know that person just oh you shouldn't have oh how precious how cute you know you know be that's really a nice feeling but the big thing is is that just you know have a nice factor that's the one yeah fa- I, you know factor. this is
2: it's there's no wow factor but i i'm going to tell you right now christmas morning We're going to get Stanley some treats, but... His favorite thing he's going to get that day is just half of his breakfast put in a plastic water bottle. He knocks it around the house, knocks kibble all over the house, okay. and then he has to go find it. Okay. He'll spend 40 minutes on half yeah. his breakfast. That's and it's a, his favorite thing in the world.
0: That's a good mind bidder, mind teaser. Okay, folks. Well, if you got a question, give a holler. 651 641 1071. 651 641 1071. And Ellie will be happy to uh, help you out. Okay. What do you call an elephant? In a phone booth. What do you call an elephant in a phone booth? And now you're going to have to pick up. Mike is really good on these, alley So you're going to have to. Hopefully, he'll transfer some of his his child kitty uh, dad joke brain t- to you. But anyway, so we'll be right back. All righty then. Thanks for tuning into the Katie 9 show on mytalk 1071com And you can patch all past catch all my past shows. If you go to my show page at My Talk1071, along with all the shows here on My Talk that we all y'all just go there and you can listen to any place and all over the world and fun stuff like that. Okay, what do you call an elephant in the phone booth? What do you think, Ellie? <sighs> Uncomfortable? But yeah, yeah. Would be that would be good. Hey, Michael, what do you think? Yeah,
1: nothing was coming to me, so I was just gonna say stuck.
0: That's it. Ding, it? ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I, I was close. Yes, I was you close. were very close. So yeah, that. So what do you call an elephant in a phone both? Stuck. Stuck. There you go. There you go. And that's going to be his name after that, Mr. Stuckers. I uh, say we did the semi- grooming seminar yesterday with uh, Tracy, and it went very well. We had a full class, and it was a little bit chilly, but, you know, the heat kept up with it. But, you know, one thing I learned, well, you don't, Ellie not with your dog, Stanley, you don't have that, but... Um, uh, uh, dogs that have like a lot of, uh, feathering, you know, on their legs, you know, they get snowballs, you know, on their legs and their yeah, butt Yeah, our, their our previous dog was a husky mix, so she had a double coat and the fluffy back legs. Okay, and so you know what gets, I, what I learned yesterday, see, it pays to get up every day, you learn something, is that, you know the whisks that you whisk things with in your kitchen? you get a whisk for the dog and when they come in with all the snowballs you just take the whisk and go down the legs and under the tummy pulls them snowballs off right away instead of you just sitting there trying to peel them out or whatever type of thing. Oh that's
2: perfect. My cousin has a Bernice Mountain dog and when we dog sit and she comes back inside
0: it's like we're individually picking off these whole snowballs. Get yourself a kitchen whisk Now make sure there's going to be the kitchen whisk and then the dog whisk because some people may take offense that you're whipping the a whipped cream with a whisk that was on the dog's legs.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's a little extra flavor, vitamins, yeah, you everything. You Get go. a tick in there, maybe. A little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh, gee, many Christmas? Okay. Okay, hey, got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat there, Ellie?
2: Well, here we have we have Anna, whose dog is apparently puttying around uh, the house in places that they should not be.
0: Oh, that's not good. That's not good. Hi, Anna. How you doing? Hello. Hi. How are you? Thanks for the call. So what kind of pupper do you got?
1: We have a Havanese. We got him during COVID. Okay. And he is not food motivated. Okay. And um, I bought the doorbell for next to the door. He's afraid to ring it. Yep. And he knows to pee outside. And he, I would say, poops outside 85% of the time. Okay. But sometimes we'll go pee outside and then comes back in. And we'll always poop on our carpet. Okay. We have now, wood floors on 90% of our house and always goes to the carpet. Of course.
0: Hey, because it's comfortable. It's like a padded toilet seat. Okay. So it's comfortable staying on their paws on that carpet or on that compared to a wood floor or whatever type of thing. Okay. Now, what protocol have you been doing to teach him what potty is called and where to put it? What have you been doing?
1: um just trying okay. to get him to ring go, the bell go potty i've tried ringing the bell repeatedly and he doesn't really okay
0: and then now anything. are you one that when the dog goes potty you give him a treat
1: he doesn't care if we give good. him
0: a treat good good go on i'm like, proud of you i'm proud
1: no treats that like he'll look at you like i don't good care. good That's too much work for okay me to do
0: that. so what we're gonna do is just throw the bells. throw the bells away Okay? okay, and then what you're going to do is you're going to now. Do you have a fenced-in yard or do you have to take them out on a line?
1: Fenced-in yard.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to pretend You just got your dog, and you have to potty okay. train him. You're just going to scrap whatever you've been doing up to this point. You're going to take them okay. out, even though you have a fenced-in yard. When uh, you're going to take him out on a 15-foot lead, go to the potty spot, stand still tell him what you want go potty go potty or get busy get busy just like a chant now when he goes potty very calmly go good potty or good busy very nice now in a minnesota the dogs you're only outside for two minutes so now first thing in the morning you always get a piddle and a doo-doo okay so what you're gonna do okay. is you go out and two minutes is up and he's only giving you a piddle bring him back in wait a minute or two keep him on the line with you he can't be anyplace else Go back out, try it again. If no doo-doo, you bring him back in. Now, are you using a kennel at all? We
1: don't anymore. Okay. He, when he was little, but he doesn't anymore. Okay, well, I'd, bring back,
0: again? Yeah, I'd bring back the kennel okay. if I were you. Because what you want to do, because you got to have control of the situation here. Or you can create a pen area for him. But what you're going to oh, do dude. is put him in the kennel or the pen, pen, bleh, 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 the pen area, and then you're going to feed him. Okay, so now then 10 minutes after he gets done eating, you're going to pick the bowl up, okay? Then you're going to take him back out to the potty spot, stand still, go potty, go potty. And when he goes 10 to 1 with something, especially with small dogs, when they eat, something goes in the front door, something's got to come out the back door, okay? Okay. So then now... So if
1: he doesn't eat right away, like he's not not super, like he doesn't even eat, like if we drop scraps, he doesn't even eat scraps off the floor. Okay, okay. So if he doesn't eat the food within 10 minutes, pick it up.
0: Yeah, but, okay, if he's, you got it, now, okay, now, obviously, since he's not treat motivated, then, um, he's not getting full on treats during the day, is
1: he? No, he doesn't need anything except for his dog, okay, now, do dog food.
0: Okay, now, what dog food, what dog food you got?
1: and d the fish
0: one. Yeah, let's get off of that. Okay, okay. why don't we try, I would go to um, a source product that got more formulas to rotate through. you got to remember okay. dogs, uh, they uh, they eat according to smellability, not patability. If it smells okay. cool, they're on it. Now this is more with little dogs that I learned having little dogs. Most little dogs uh, three days or four days into a new product, they're like yeah, you got something else. They, they When you rotate in a new, new one, they're like oh wow, this is so cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you got something else. So you do, you want to be able to rotate between four different formulas. Okay. And then, um, maybe one grain free, one non grain free, one grain free, one non grain free. Maybe one's a beef, a turkey, a chicken, a lamb, a venison, whatever. All right. But you're going to rotate it in because the, and then now do you feed it dry or do you rehydrate it?
1: Um, we usually do it dry because
3: if it's wet, he doesn't
0: eat it right away and it gets gross. Okay. It gets gross. Okay. Because um, one one thing that's neat about Nutrisource, they've got what's called small bites. They're really okay. small, round. And so for little dogs, it's great. Okay. Because they can, because dogs don't chew their food. They usually bolt their food. Okay. Yep. And so that's why I'm um, some dogs uh, don't like it rehydrated, even though it'd be healthier if it w- was rehydrated. But so instead of having them to scrunch or swallow a whole, a big kibble, then go to the Nutasaurus uh either regular source or their Pure Vita line. They have what's called small bites, okay? So rotate okay. in. Let's say you're going to get the turkey grain-free because you've been doing fish. Okay, so yep. let's say you're going to try the turkey and sweet potato grain-free in Pure Vita. So you're going to take a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days, and then 50-50 for two, three days until you rotate it in. And then what you want is eventually to have at least four different formulas that you can rotate through, okay? And you can store it in once you open the bag that bag should be uh, fed out within of 2 weeks but the okay. thing is, remember I told you, little dogs, for some reason, three to four days, they uh, got something else. <laughs> so what yeah. you want to do is uh, you could take, a, like, let's say the white turkey there. Okay, you, you cut it in foursies or threesies and put it in a Ziploc mm-hmm. b- freezer bags and write turkey okay. on it and throw it in the freezer and then f- keep one bag out and, and you're going to feed that. Oh, Okay, that then what you get, yeah, then you're going to get a nut, maybe you're going to try their chicken and rice, okay, in the regular neutral source line. So you cut it in threesies or foursies. Foursie, freezer bags write a chicken on it okay and then take one out and feed that so then what's happening you can have this available to you and you can um you know rotate more often so he's gonna like the food better all right and so now another thing too for picky eaters have you heard of the kombucha it's a Post uh, oh. postbiotic bone broth. Bi- yeah, what is my mouth? Bone broth that uh, sources has just come out It's called Come Pucha for picky okay. eaters. By pouring that on the food, it, all of a sudden the picky eaters are not picky anymore. <laughs> oh, they they've okay. got they've got beef, they got turkey, and I think chicken in that too. And so that you want to rotate that up. You just, just screw up. You know it's a screw top, and so you just open it up, put some on the food, read re- um, twist it back on, put it in the fridge until the next time that you want it okay
1: so um question about the like going to the bathroom in the crate thing Yep. if he never he never poops in our kitchen if i just gate it off the kitchen would that work kind of the same as a kennel, or should I go into Well, you could
0: try it. You could try it and see what happens. But see, you know what? Okay, let's get back. We got, off, got sidetracked there with food. Okay, because yeah, food has a lot to do with potty training, too. Okay? So then, now, um, okay, so you take him out, two minutes max. Now, you're only out there to go potty and then come back in. Then, if you want to go for a walk or let him out in your fencing yard to play, then he can go play. But he doesn't okay. get that right until he's done his business. Now, the first week, when, uh, with the house, remember, we're starting from scratch. The first week, he's going to be tied to a human In the house, all right, so he has no opportunity to go someplace and deposit anything. So, now as far as at night, I don't know, does he sleep with you or can you close the bedroom door? Okay, make sure you close the bedroom doors where he can't go during the house or uh, whatever. Okay, so then, uh, so now you got that. Then the second week, you he drags the leash around where he has to stay in the same room as you, but he can't leave. And so now okay. we got to run to a break, and so when we come back, we'll continue this, okay? Don't hang you up. Don't you bet. Hold on. What do you call a sleeping bull? What do you call a sleeping bull? Be back. All righty oh then. Thank shit. you for tuning in to the Katie 9 Show. I'm your nooner every Sunday. All right. What do you call a sleeping bull? What do you think there, Ellie? Uh, I, I went with Toroed. <laughs> Toroed. That's a good one, too. What do you think, Mr. Mike? That's a better
1: guess than I have. I have no idea. I can't come up with one.
0: Oh, this one surprised me. I thought you'd get this one well, a of the drop a hat. It's a bulldozer.
1: Oh.
0: What do you call yeah, a sleeping bull? There. A bulldozer. bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> Well, you get ones that I really didn't think anybody would get. And then the <laughs> and one then the easy ones I can't yeah. get, yes. That's okay. Your mind works. I dissect them too much. Yeah, your, your yeah. mind is in mysterious ways. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Anna. Anna, I'm not sure. Which way do you say that? Anna? Anna? Anna. Anna, yeah. I love that. I was going to name my daughter Anna. But then what the problem was is that I had is that, I, had, I didn't want that waffling. Is it Anna or Anna? You know how to say it right? And so, it's a tricky one. Yeah, and so I decided, nah, so I named her Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be Cassandra. Yep. yep. No, mm. no, No. not the way I spelt it. Because I spelt okay. it K-A-Z-A-N-D-R-A. Cassandra. Yeah. Good yep, one. I know it. Yep, I like messing around with names. <laughs> but anyway, okay, back to the body training. Okay, so so now the the second week the, the dog is dragging the leash and, and can has to stay in the same room as you. The dog okay. tries to leave the room. Uh-uh, get back here. Okay. And then in between time, when you don't have time to have him tied to you or dragging the leash in the same room, you have to find a spot that you have to control him in. And the smaller. it's better
1: to have a really small spot so they feel like they're. The
0: smaller, the better. And yeah. Okay. Because if you give him too much space, then the potty in one end and sleep in the other. Okay, so during this, so if you can just make it so it's a playpen area for him so that he wants to keep that area clean. Okay, now the third week he's dragging the leash, but you can you allow him to go into different rooms. All right. And if everything's been going well up to that point, the fourth week you take the, the leash off. Okay, But I, right. a lot of people have asked me, oh, I want to teach a dog to ring the bells to go outside. Well, number one, some of the bells sounds drive the dog nuts and they won't touch them. Number two, you're tired of hearing the bells because the dog learns that every time he dings at the door opens. Well, then you're not taking Ever. a chance that he doesn't have to, he just came in, that no, he doesn't have to go again, but you're not going to chance that. So then you take the bells away because you're being driven nuts and now the dog really has to go and there's no bells. <laughs> and so that's why your are best to teach him what it's called and where it goes and so the whole thing is you are the treat don't not a just a verbal treat oh thank you don't say good boy remember that gets him all nutsy in the headsy it's like okay. recess we don't have to think so anytime the dog does something well you're just going to call me go thank you or very nice very nice or good potty whatever word but just stay calm and steady so he can concentrate on the words you're teaching them and what they mean all right. So now he's Perfect. learning where what potty is called and where to put it, and then from here on out, once he starts getting the hang of this, if you especially little dogs, and when when it's cold out, you have to take them out more often because a lot of times they they'll go out and spritz. But they haven't coldly released because it's cold out there. Yep. <laughs> so you got to pay attention to that. But the, um, then also too is that uh, now if you come across something that he's gone, you know you cannot bring him back and scold him. You can't do anything okay. unless you catch him in the act and you clap your hands or stomp your feet and go wrong. Okay, and now he now you take him out, and he's scared, or, you know, he jumped, he tightened up. So even if you take him out, he's not going to finish. Bring him back in, and then wait five, ten minutes to take him back out,
1: and then he should finish, type thing. All right, so it's week one, keep him in the kennel unless he's going potty? No, 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 week, week one, he's
0: tied to an adult, and if oh, he's not tied, tied to an adult. an adult, then he's in his area. Okay.
1: okay, and if we're not home, he's in the kennel
0: or the area. Yep, yep. You can't give him any freedom of the house. That's a freedom he has to earn. Second okay. week, he's uh, dragging the leash. Okay. okay, and he but he has he has to stay in the same room as you. Yep. The third week, he's dragging the leash, but now you're letting him have more, you know, more freedom in the house, and then clean it up with anti icky poo. That's the best up on the market. And then there's a new one I I was going to look into. It's called, I just saw the ad, I mentioned this last week. It's called poo.com, P-O-O-P-H, poop, yeah, poop, Poop. poop.com. And that's poo.com. Yeah, and so the thing is, is that it was really interesting with that, and I didn't have time to look it up this week. This guy sprays it in his mouth. I'm like, okay, that's all natural is is so, okay. but it, what it does is that there's no, it, it takes care of any smell, any smell, whether it's urine, skunk. You know, people, pewies. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't, so look into that because of where you clean, it, how you clean it up makes a difference too. Because a lot of people Perfect. surface clean, but they don't get down to the carpet. And so what happens, the dog walks by. Oh, I remember. Oh, I'll put one right here again. So, so teach him what it's called, where to put it, stand still, don't walk around. And then once he gets ahead of it, you still want to get in the habit of just don't open the door and say go potty. You're going to say go potty, but you're going to watch. Okay? OK, so the, and then he's out there to get it, go potty, then come right back in. And then if you want him to go out and play in the yard, now he can go play in the yard. But he is only out there to go potty and get right back in and then he can go out and play. OK,
1: that makes sense. Thank you, Katie Canine. OK, kiddo, thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Yep, have a good one.
0: Good luck. Bye bye. OK, yeah. Potty training is the most. There's so many steps to it. And it's uh, the the thing we need right now from our dogs, whether it's a puppy or whether it's a secondhand dog. And one, FYI, folks, when people uh, adopt a dog, not a pup, but a, a, an adult dog, some people say, "Oh, they use potty trade." And then you get him to your house and all of a sudden he's not potty trained. Well, the person lied. No. that what it is is that the dog was potty trained for the territory he was on and now he's coming to a new territory. So now you have to teach him what it's called and where it goes at his new territory. Okay? So don't, you know, and, and the thing is teach him what, it, what you want and how to do it. Okay, or what? not how to do it, but where to put it, I should say. Hey, we got open lines, give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. Uh, now, with Christmas, when are we talking about the wah factor of presents, uh, and so many people, especially like if you've got a mom or a dad, you lost a, uh, somebody, and they're all by themselves, you feel they need a dog or they need a cat. Folks, that's not your decision to make. All right. If they bring it up and you're okay with the idea, then you can help them find a pet, a dog or a cat or a guinea pig or whatever. But when you go pick out dogs, now, Ellie, were you around? Did you go and were you around when uh, Stanley was picked out? No,
2: I, I was not. I got a FaceTime one day, and uh, it was just, this is Stanley. And I was like, oh,
0: okay. Well, oh, uh, fantastic. Okay. because But now your mom picked it out, picked Stanley out, correct? My parents okay. picked him out together. I mean, because he's
2: their dog. I just oh, spend yeah, yeah, so yeah. much time over there and okay. work with him, and he's, he's lovely, and he loves me, and I'm, I dog
0: sit for them all the time. Oh, nice. Uh, Be- but they picked him out, yeah. Yeah, because when a person, like, let's say you went out and picked the dog out for your mom and dad. Okay, you made a connection with the dog. It doesn't mean that that dog is going to make a connection to them. And so that's why there is, I totally believe that our paths cross for a reason, whether it's a dog, cat, or, or guinea pig. So please don't think about the wah factor. You know, say if somebody's truly interested, say, you know, let's like look, let's look online and see what the the rescues have got out there. And, you know, if you go to my website, the letter K, letter T, letter K number nine dot com, or go to my talk one oh seven one dot com and click on my show page. But anyway, I I have, uh, if you click on links and then if, there's dog rescues, click on dog rescues and I've got a lot of rescues there. So you can go to their websites and, and see what dogs are up for adoption and then eventually maybe set up a meet and greet. But the, don't take out a pet for another person. There's a special connection. If I sent three five family members to the same litter, but only one went in at a time and they would pick one dog out, okay, then they'd leave, but leave that dog there. Okay, now send the second person of that family in there and she's are playing with the same amount of pups and that she picks out one and then maybe dad goes in there by himself and same litter of pups and then now he picks out one. Nine times out of ten, believe it or not, is not the same pup that they pick. You make a connection whether it's a dog, cat, or iguana, or whatever. So do not pick out an animal for anybody. But if you truly know, because it's, it's a lot of work. You know, dog in, dog out, dog in, dog out. I'm going on vacation. What do I do with the dog? I got to go get food. Now I got to go to the vet. You know, so the, there's a lot of work to happen. And even a person... Um, You know, that has dogs all their lives, you know, there comes a time that, you know, I want to travel. I don't want to have to worry about, you know, I got a dog at home or whatever. Just give me a break. Because, but if a person is truly adamant about getting it and you agree that they should have one and they can take care of it correctly, you know, whether it's a dog or cat. And then help them work and find and but let them make the connection of actually meeting the, the the pet and then seeing what they feel. Is it a connection or not? So don't pick out a pet for anybody, all right? Okay, where we're we at? There's ma'am, are we done uh, yeah, to break and come we, back? We can go to a break here if you're ready. Okay, so then when great. we come back, take the call. Hey, you can give a holler? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Okay. Where are we at? Oh, oh we, we'll, I'll get the silly joke thing next break, okay? Okay, where are we at? Uh, right now we have Pat, who is having some issues with her
2: cat, getting a little bit aggressive, a little bitey, a little scratchy. All right. Hi, Pat.
3: How you doing? Hi, Katie. Are you there? You betcha I'm here. Oh, are you okay, there? Okay, great. <laughs> um, I've got this cat, and we got two of them at once, and hey. the one is really nice, but smudgy is will bite people okay and she's kind of you know lightly nipped. but she's gotten my husband a couple times now and today like at the end of the bed you could see she wanted to go up to him you know uh-huh. and he just says, get away from me get away from me yep. and uh and she'll come to me and i pet her but i know that you can't Pet her too much. You know, right. she'll kind
0: of let you know
3: when she's oh, yeah. had enough. Oh, yeah, So what do I do? Well, so the <laughs> thing is, there are there's
0: some cats, you know, where, uh, are stimulated by where you pet them. Uh-huh. Some cats don't like a head pat or the side of the face pat. Some okay. cats don't like the top of, the, you know, the tail, where the tail and the butt come together. Uh-huh. They don't like to be scratched there. So you got to find out. I had one cat, <laughs> and I told everybody. His name was Frank. Okay, He was just a total gray cat. Anyway, I told everybody, you can pet him anywhere, only three times. And if you pet <laughs> it four times, you're on your own, because he'll nail you. Okay? And that's the way Frank was. He was there for just a little bit, but then mm-hmm. that's too much. That sounds like smart, And so that's why you just got to honor that. And believe it or not, Frank did get <clears throat> get better through the years. But it was still, after that third, it was anybody, you could tell I knew Frank so uh-huh. I could tell if I, I can get another one in. <laughs> but he didn't care where you petted him. But then all of a sudden it was, a, he's done. You know, I could feel his body, stre- you know, and then all of a sudden he's, he's looking back like, you gotta do it again? <laughs> yeah. Nope, I'm moving on. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you have one cat that really loves to be hugged and kissed, you know, just, you know, indulge that one. But then, like I say with this one here, just, you know, give a couple pats here and there. And, uh, because you no know, cats, cats hold grudges. Uh-huh. So if you like send across the room or backhand, you know what I mean, get a little rough with them, you know, they remember that and then all of a sudden it's going to be like, yeah, you're on my number, you touch me and I'll nail you on two instead of three,
3: (laughs) (laughs) you know, and
0: so, uh, but that's what you just have to pay attention to where it overstimulates the cat, where it doesn't really want to be, you know, uh, uh, petted.
3: Yeah, I think the the two pet, you know, like she'll kind of come up to me and I'll just pet her real lightly. And then she'll go away and maybe come back. Yep. But you can kind of tell she'll kind of turn her face away and yep. she's done. Yep. You know. Yep. And you uh, okay. Just, that's it, what I'm. Yeah. Tell you just
0: them. have to just honor that. Everybody wants to be able to hold every cat, every puppy for as long as they want it. Now we uh-huh. all know that cat dogs have masters, cats have staff. Okay. And so <laughs> so you have to honor that. But if you're lucky enough to have a cat that really likes to be held and you know just cuddled and, and fondled and then take advantage of that and, uh-huh. th- and just think. of the one that doesn't like it how much they're missing out now i have another cat named squigs okay don't the grandkids named him i named her her name squigs okay when we first got her the only place you could touch her was on her back by where the tail and the butt came together you could pet back there by your hips but if you started coming towards the front boy she'd whip around and nail you okay yeah. but now through now we've had her three four years. Okay, uh-huh. now this spring, when the or fall, when the grandkids came, no, it was this spring, when the kid. this is the first time, because I've been trying to desensitize her. You know, I'll uh-huh. go by and just pat her down, quick down from the top of the head down to the back. Now she's finally allowing where you can pet her from the top of the head down the back of her neck. Okay, but she doesn't like the scooches on the side. Alright? Uh-huh. And so, but just by just quickly doing something and not overdoing it, sometimes uh-huh. you can desensitize them where they, they, they'll linger longer Longer, yeah. and so it'll be fine so
3: you know what she was doing when we first got her up until maybe a year or two ago you'd run your hand down her back and she would it, she would make it to the where where there was like an inch or two between your hand and her back okay She'd just you know just like scoop away from yep. you know, and yep. she was fine with that but I got another question I've got a little dog who's like five pounds she's I think eight now she was my brother's okay and uh it's like feeding her. I'm trying to keep her weight up. Do you have anything just to some dog food or something? so you
0: you want weight up and not off? Right. Oh my she's, goodness, that's a rarity.
3: Well, she's like, <laughs> I mean I think she's you know dry. she's healthy. We've had huh? her in maybe six months ago, but okay um, yeah, what she, food are you feeding her? Um I'm feeding her uh, targets kindful brown rice and chicken. Yeah, let's get off of that. Blue. Yeah, um, no. For small dogs, yeah. chicken and brown rice. And then no. I've got um, Nutra, uh-huh. that's lamb and brown rice. Yeah, for no. adult dogs. Okay, well, dogs. number
0: one, what's all the common denominator? Rice right okay and so they can build up a rice uh uh, aversion uh Mm -hmm. to that and see and dogs eat according to smellability not patability okay Okay. so it's got to smell cool and when you got a small dog like that you don't it's a long time to go through food okay yeah and it gets stale and it gets yucky Mm -hmm. i would i would strongly recommend for this one is that now Nutrisource has got the small bites Okay? Uh-huh. And so, what I don't know if we were listening earlier, is you get, like, I think their bag is like six pounds, and what you yeah. do is cut it, like, into foursies, and uh-huh. put it in z- free, Ziploc freezer bags, and let's say you get the turkey. So, then you write turkey on it, and you keep one bag out, and you feed that. If you to rotate the food, like, every three days, every four uh-huh. days, to a different a protein, a different smell, then okay. that the dog is going to like it more. Also, mm-hmm. I would try rehydrating it, put whatever you're going to feed in a bowl, a bowl. Put water, hot top water on it until it gets uh, floats nice. Put it aside. Grain-free takes about a half hour, hour. And, and, what, and So what you're doing is when you come back within a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever, the um, all the water is gone and absorbed into the food.
3: All right? Okay, yeah. okay.
0: And then you can mix it up and then feed it. So see if that works. Uh, also, you heard me say, kombucha, it's, it's a, a post-biotic, pre- which is pre- mm-hmm. prebiotic and... Um, a probiotic and a prebiotic together. But anyway, so the, the bottom line is that it's, it's, it smells. It's a bone broth, but bone broth is great for us, and so it's great mm-hmm. for our animals, too. You can put oh. some of that on the food, okay? Because okay. that will, it, it, it tantalizes it, and finicky eaters are kind of like, ooh. And so you can change the, the smell of it by, they've got three different bone broths, you know, to mm-hmm. rotate through. So you can try change the smell of it. Another thing you might want to add into it is, like, freeze-dried. That's raw with the, uh, with the water taken out of where you crunch it up, put it in uh-huh. the bowl, put a little bit of warm water on it to rehydrate it, and then feed that. Now the smell is different from that. So what you've got to do, though, is rotate it in so she can, you know, eat anything and anything, okay?
3: Okay, like the Nutra, you said, ne- like... NutraSource. source the different flavors and kind of switch it out, like cut it, give her little different portions of Well, see, if you take, ones. like
0: with NutraSource, you know, May Minnesota, Peruvia, Minnesota, NutraSourcePetFoods.com. Okay. okay, what you do is you get the small bites... And they yeah. got grain freeze and they got regular. So let's say you get the six-pound bag, you cut it, and maybe for that size dog, cut it in four uh-huh. whereas you know, put it in a Ziploc freezer bag, or maybe even five <laughs> and then you write turkey on it and keep one of the bags out, you know, for the fr- the freezer bags, and now you're going to feed that for like three, four days, okay? okay. Then you're going to take, find something different, rotate okay. that in, you know what I mean? So then uh-huh. you always, she, when she comes to the bowl, it's 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 different smelling, and so that's uh-huh. where the capucha can help you with that because it, it makes it smell different. I warm it up. Uh, I don't nuke it because then it takes the benefits out, out of it. What I do is oh, I warm it maybe. up. Because anytime you nuke something, you take the good stuff out. It's like, you know, getting um, uh, radiation. <laughs> it, yeah. take, it takes the good stuff out of it. So you're better to heat something up or just bring it. You pour some like when you wake up. Put some in a glass or something and let it warm, warm up to warm temperature. So Because uh-huh. when it's cold, it won't have the smell to it. Okay, when it's room temperature or warmed up just a smidgen, then okay. you have the, you have the smell to it, and that tantalizes the dog to eat. But by okay. trying maybe some frozen um, from uh, some uh, raw food out of the yeah. freezer, dehydrated—I mean the freeze dried—some okay. of the Nutrisource small bites kibbles, the capucha. Okay. so that and so the more often you can rotate with small dogs, that smaller dog. Now with my Ethel, she was three point two pounds, wow. and I gave her she every other day she got something new. Okay, and she Mm -hmm. never walked past that dish. She was always doing her (laughs) ditzy ditzy dance, being like, "I'll take whatever you got." Okay, and and so that's what you want by by rotating like that, you know. But you have to rotate it first because if you just all of a sudden throw something new in, you know, your she the dog will probably get the runs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's why you've got to rotate it in, and then once you get a you'll get a variety of things you have rotated in, and so now she can because once you rotate it in, then. You, could, you, you can uh, open anything at any time. You know, you, don't, you know, once it's rotated the first time, you just right. open and feed. You don't ever have to rotate it back in again, okay? okay. It's only okay. if they've never had it uh-huh okay great. but that's yeah. what i would do with that but yeah with as far as with the cat too uh maybe she likes to play get a laser light i hate no no laser lights for the dogs but for the cats <laughs> you know that yeah. the, you know, get a, a feather uh on a string you know and just kind of build you know where she starts looking to you for happy times and yeah. such like that instead of you know and like i say have your husband just play with the cat instead of petting the cat
3: all right yeah great idea okay i'll do that i'll tell him when he gets home okay, okay thank you so you much. you bet have, have a grand day, day. Thank, Thank you.
0: you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. There you go. We'll have to get to the calls after break here. But, uh, you know, back to what I said earlier about uh, no oh, score, Mike. Score.
1: Well, you got a touchdown from Delvin Cook. It's now 10 to 3. Yay. Buggies.
0: Good, 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 good. Okay, so we're not going to buy pets for anybody, right? Okay, don't do that. Even a goldfish. That tastes work to have a goldfish. I have a 55-gallon tank, and I've got five Pretty good size goldfish in it. Goldfish is just carp, <laughs> but they're dirty. That tank has to be cleaned out on a regular basis, or if they're going to get sick.
2: Yeah, so, I, I have a leopard gecko, and it's always like the thing that like reptiles and fish are the easiest pets to neglect. Okay, are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long have you had that? Uh, we've had her now, I think, going on like
0: three, four years. We really? got her right before COVID hit, so she was kind of our COVID baby. Oh, okay, okay. No, I've never been into reptiles. Okay. What do you get out of a reptile? <laughs> I
2: mean, she's a leopard gecko, so yep. she's actually a pretty low-maintenance but super-friendly reptile species. Friendly as in? Friendly as in she likes to be held by me. I put my hand in her enclosure, she'll walk up onto it, and then she'll sit in the crook of my neck where it's warm and watch TV with me for How like indeed. a full hour. And then
0: she'll get antsy, and when she gets antsy, I put her back. Wow. See, I've never had a relationship with Eddie. I had a pet salamander. You know, that I, I rescued. He found into, fell into a hole. Well, it was I getting, love
2: salamanders, but yeah. you can't really touch them because they're wet.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no. Well, kind of, yeah, they are. They're kind of dirty. But anyway, yeah, those salamanders, I had one. Uh, he, I wintered them in my aquarium, not with the fish, <laughs> I had another aquarium. And anyway, I, and when he buried himself in there, I'm like, well, I hope to God you're you you know, you're here in the spring. And by God, he was. So you got to go free. Okay, hang in there. We're going to do some more questions. Okay, how do you stop a dog barking in the back seat of the car? How do you stop a dog barking in the backseat of the car? We'll be back.